Perikid Beis in Yeshaya is only six psukim long, and really <clears throat> it connects to yesterday, to Yud Aleph. Yesterday in Perikid Aleph, 11, we learned Yeshaya prophesizes about the beauty and peace that will occur in the times of Mashiach, how the king of Mashiach, King Mashiach, is going to come into the land and create peace uh, and harmony. People will get along, certainly amongst the Jewish people, and people will now, the non Jews will acknowledge the significance and importance of the Jewish people and want to learn from them, etc. All of that we said yesterday. Today, in Parak Yud Beis, Yeshaya continues on that same train of thought and explains that in the future, when Mashiach comes, the Jewish people are all going to turn to Hashem and give Him praise and thanks for all of the wondrous things that He's done for us, specifically during the times of Mashiach, but also in the general sense of history. And the Pesukim says something fascinating here, which is, I thank Hashem, for you were angry with me. It's a fascinating thing. Meaning the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu now his anger has subsided and, com- and he's comforted us, that's for sure something we're going to praise Hashem for. But we're even then going to praise and thank Hashem for the fact that we had all the trials and tribulations of Golos. Because now, in the times of Mashiach, when we look back, we're going to say, now we understand why that was necessary for us to make it here as we are now. We're going to have more of a perspective to be able to appreciate those things that throughout the bitter, long exile, were much more difficult to appreciate in the moment. So we're going to even thank Hashem for those sufferings that occurred to the Jewish people throughout history. And the Pesukim tell us that we're going to say all kinds of thanks and praises to Hashem. Just two highlights that I wanted to mention here. One of the things the Pesukim say is the Pesukim we say in Avdallah, Draw water with joy from the springs of salvation. So the... Be'er Ma'im Chaim explains that, sorry, Rashi says, excuse me, I'm just quoting from the English here. Rashi says that Hashem's salvation will open the hearts and minds of the people and enable them to understand the secrets of Torah that had been forgotten during the long bitter exile. The salvation, this is all in Rashi, salvation will then serve to reveal a fountain from which the people can draw words of Torah which is likened to water. Jews have been tossed around for so many generations and so many years that unfortunately the reality to that of that is, and the Gemara talks about how the reality is, a lot of Torah is forgotten. Not only physical copies of things were burnt and destroyed and scattered when people were exiled, but even just the fact that we don't have Yishuv Adas, the calmness of mind to sit and learn, there's so much Torah that has been unable to be uh, developed and enjoyed. In those days, it's a euphemism, but it's referring to Torah, is that there's going to be all kinds of deep secrets of Torah they will be revealed based on the peace, serenity, and calm that we'll have in those days, and Hashem will grant us that wonderful ability. One last idea, the end of the parak says, <clears throat> Exult and sing joy, inhabitants of Zion, referring to the Jewish people, For the Holy One of Israel is great in your midst. So the Abarbanel, again, according to English over here, explains that although all of Eretz Yisrael is considered holy, specifically the city of Yerushalayim is even considered on a higher level of holiness. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Kedosh Yisrael, the Holy One of Israel, dwells in the Yerushalayim, in the Beis HaMikdash, that's considered the holiest area. Be'ez Hashem, we should be Zoycha soon in our days to 
understand this on a real level because we'll experience Mashiach Tzidkenu soon in our days. Everybody have a wonderful day.